It's always good to have him, and uh, especially on a Wednesday. And his name is Errol Toulon Jr. He happens to be the sheriff of Suffolk County. Uh, sir, good to have you right before the holiday. How you been feeling, all right? I'm doing great, Jay. Thank you for having me on, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Indeed, to you and yours. You know, I always uh, think of situations, holiday, getaway day, and, you know, I know there was a Leandro, Leandro Law uh, arrest. Uh, Sheriff, maybe you could speak about that. But, you know, I think of the holiday, I think about people being responsible and uh, and never drive impaired. I mean, that is a key, and I know you're getting a message out you in that fine force, and you'll be out in full. And, you know, we always uh, dread, you know, coming back and, and hearing about uh, tragedies and whatnot, but people really have to think uh, in general when it comes to holiday time, no? Yeah, you know, exactly. And on on uh, November 9th, our, our deputy sheriffs, about 2.30 in the morning, you know, stopped the vehicle that was, um, you know, obviously clearly uh, unable to maintain the lane. And so it was a 51-year-old member of, uh, man from Medford who was found to be intoxicated. One of the sad things is the fact that there was 11 open containers, 11, inside the vehicle, including one of a, a full beer in a cup holder. And there was a 14-year-old uh, young man, uh, actually it was the, uh, the driver's son, in the vehicle. And, you know, on November 9th, this was a Wednesday, clearly it was a school night. And so why at 2.30 in the morning is he driving around not only intoxicated, but with this 14-year-old child. And so um, he was arrested. And another sad thing, uh, Jay, is the fact that um, he has a prior conviction for driving while intoxicated. You know, albeit it's uh, 10 years ago, but still in 10 years, this individual still hasn't learned his lesson. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the lesson is, uh, you know, listen, in the drinking and driving, we report on this stuff all the time. It is a massive problem. And uh, something you have to uh, certainly watch out for uh, during holiday time. So uh, I know there'll be full patrols uh, out there and everything else. Um, is there special announcements? I'm sure there's something that goes on within the confines of the building as far as uh, personnel, Sheriff, uh, regarding holiday time. You know, really, really kind of, you know, get, give it a bit of elevation as far as the lookout is concerned. That type of message out to uh, uh, to uh, various personnel out there. Yes, not only we're we alerting our staff to to ensure, you know, especially uh, later in the evening and then into the night, uh, to be very um, not only uh, uh, cognizant of anyone that may be driving impaired, but also their own safety, because we want our staff to be safe, especially when they're approaching uh, any individual that could be under the influence of uh, whether it be a, a drug or um, or alcohol. So, you know, we want to make sure our staff are very safe and we want to make sure our roads are very safe. And we work very collaboratively with all law enforcement agencies in Suffolk County to ensure, you know, especially during this holiday weekend, you know, throughout, uh, you know, up until New Year's, that our roadways are as safe as possible. Sheriff Suffolk County, Old Toulon Jr. Sheriff, you bring up the drugs. I think of the fentanyl. I think of it. Uh, you know, Long Island has had tough times uh, over the over the last couple of years. We know in this country, uh, we are dealing with a massive problem of fentanyl, dealing with about three hundred deaths a day. It is hard to believe, but that is the case. Can you give us the latest as far as crackdowns and everything else? Uh, the island has done a very good job in force in, with the forces teaming up uh, all over. Um, and, uh, 
and really kind of cracking various rings uh, over the last several months. Uh, what can you tell us uh, regarding the fight on fentanyl to this day? You know, I can tell you that between the uh, sheriff's office, the police department, and the district attorney's office, we've been very diligent in combining our resources to actually uh, gather intelligence to assist each other in whatever component of uh, law enforcement we have so that we can go after these bad actors in our community that are selling this drug because many of the individuals that are using it have no idea because it's tainted um, in some other type of product. And so I, I do think that the collaboration and the cooperation amongst the three uh, of us, and I mean Ray Tierney, Rodney Harrison, and myself, I think is, is key to, to uh, directing our agencies to work together and figure out a strategy to make sure that our communities are safe from this product. And, you know, and, you, know you mentioned the amount of deaths that are occurring uh, each day uh, throughout our country, which is extremely tragic. And it's something that we have to combat, uh, you know, very vigorously, uh, just like we combat everything else that's going on, whether it's gang issues or uh, murders, robberies, or anything else that's occurring. But, you know, this is, um, you know, innocent people that may have some sort of addiction that has this, uh, this fentanyl tainted inside of that particular drug, or, you know, just some drug users that, you know, are just sharing and decide they want to take this chance and uh, unfortunately ends up tragically. No question. The sheriff with us of Southern Errol Tulan Jr. Sheriff, I'm just wondering, we just had a... Uh, discussion uh, with the global threat Captain Kembon Base, Global Threat Solutions. Um, and I was wondering what happened last night at a Walmart in Virginia. How does that affect the local establishment? Um, do you think of more patrols, more types of security involvement uh, as far as these various retailers here, you know, I always think about copycats, what happened in Chesapeake last night at around 10 o'clock or so. Uh, is that something on the mindset this morning as far as maybe beefing it up somewhat? You know, these, unfortunately, these tragic incidents are so unpredictable, you know, whether it's in a Walmart, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the shooting of those three tragic, uh, you know, college students in Virginia. Uh, it, it is very, very difficult for us to predict, and it's very important for not only the community, but business owners, you know, to report, um, you know, erratic behavior or behavior where they, f- they feel that there's a threat that's occurring. So at least there can be an investigation. And generally, once it's reported, you know, we can review a social media profile, see if the person has a history of mental illness, if they were previously incarcerated. So, you know, to have patrols, it would be very difficult to predict where those patrols should occur. You know, you don't know if it's a Walmart today or another establishment tomorrow. Um, sometimes they're healthcare institutions, uh, small businesses, uh, college, you know, colleges or universities. And so to um, increase patrols is very difficult because that predictor is, is not there. It's, uh, you know, listen, and these are things I'm sure you think about uh, all the time. Um, what other scenarios are in play uh, this time of the year besides, obviously, Thanksgiving tomorrow? You know, we'll come upon Christmas, New Year's. You know, this is the time of the year, but uh, I know you're out there and everything else. Uh, what, what else do you want to kind of convey to the public at this point in time as far as everything concerned? One of the things that we're very concerned, not only for our staff, but our community, is um, the increase in suicide rate during the holiday season. And so we really want to um, encourage individuals, if you're going through some difficult times, if you're having uh, some trouble, to seek out some counseling, seek out you know, a, a 
or a person of faith who you may uh, you may uh, follow to try and get some help because you know this is a tough time for a lot of people where you may have this you may have uh, had some loss throughout the the year you may be dealing with some uh, financial issues some marital issues or relationship issues and so we really want to encourage it, uh, individuals to uh, seek out some help so that uh, there's not a tragic ending because it's really a permanent solution to a short-term problem. For the year, we know the pantries, food pantries are being uh, hit hard. Uh, and, you know, listen, uh, economics plays a lot into it this time of the year. That's an excellent point uh, on your end there. Uh, you are, have been one of the leaders as far as outreach, Sheriff, into the communities and whatnot. Uh, how, how are the communities you know, kind of getting involved in a lot of different areas? Do you see a little more communication going on? Uh, you're getting a lot of feedback. What's What's been like that like since the last time we spoke? You know, our, our community, and I, we're very fortunate to be in Suffolk County, is extremely supportive of the needs of those members that are suffering. Uh, a perfect example, yesterday we were able to give out 450 turkeys plus trimmings. Uh, and this actually has doubled the amount that we were able to give out last year. So more people who are, are more fortunate are w- really willing to assist those that are less fortunate in our community. And, you know, this, this provides a family for uh, some sort of normal Thanksgiving uh, for that family and, and any children that may be in the household. And so we're, we're very fortunate in that. But, you know, we have to make sure that, we, that there is an understanding that there are some individuals in our community that are going through some hard times, not those that are, are involved in any criminality, but those that are just, you know, hardworking people that are just having some difficult times this year, and I'm just hoping that we're a little bit more compassionate and a little bit more understanding and just give someone a smile and a hello uh, when you see them in the store or in the streets. No question about it. Finally, I'll ask you, you know, uh, Ray Tinney, the DA, Ronnie Harrison, the commissioner of the police department, and you, you, you seem to work in pretty good fashion as far as really wanting to, you know, make sure the public is safe and everything else. And it comes uh, comes uh, very clear as we report on some of this stuff. Uh, how important is that as far as those relationships as well as some of the other agencies out, out there as far as coming together and in order to make, uh, make it clear that the public's uh, safety is number one, priority one? Well, I think it's not only so important that, that the three of us communicate, and I can, you know, tell you, tell you honestly that we probably uh, talk or text at least three or four times a week uh, regarding different incidents that may be occurring and how we can work together. But when the, when the tops of the agencies are working together, it permeates throughout the organization where, you know, the, the line staff are seeing this and that cooperation and collaboration to work together regarding different incidents. You know, if my staff hears of something that's going on inside the jail that could affect our community. They're not hesitant to reach out to their counterparts in, in the various agencies in Suffolk County to just ensure, and there's no silos, which is something I, I really, really appreciate and something, you know, I've worked very hard towards uh, eliminating the silos with throughout the, uh, not only government, but also uh, our law enforcement community to really work together to really keep our community safe, whether it's solving a crime or preventing a crime, uh, so that our community feels uh, good about where they live and the things they want to do. No question. Um, and, you know, speaking of that, uh, I can't help but bring up uh, 
you know, with the election and whatnot, crime certainly was right up there. Uh, you know, keeping uh, bad people off the streets key. Uh, you know, maybe there's a tweak here, a tweak there as far as uh, the incumbent as she takes over another four years. You know, maybe, maybe uh, the uh, state legislators. Uh, have gotten a message here, but, you know, it's about making sure that dangerous people are kept off the streets, maybe rehabilitated to a point uh, down the road. But uh, at this point, we'll see. But uh, certainly a lot to comprehend as we get towards the end of this year and into a new one, especially for you, right? Yes, and I'm really hoping that not only does our state legislature, but uh, representative from the governor's office, Here's law enforcement's concerns about what's going on, because not only is it, is it a concern to keep our community safe, it's also a concern for us to keep our, our staff safe when they're out in the community or they're working in the jails with the individuals that are either committing crimes or incarcerated inside them. And so while well, it doesn't have to be sharp too long, but I'm hoping that there are some uh, law enforcement leaders throughout uh, New York State that can sit down and rationally speak about what is going on, because we see what's going on in New York City uh, we see what's going on throughout the United States of America, and it's very important that I think the law enforcement community has a voice in some of the legislation that's passed and how we we view uh, the best way to keep our community safe. No question. Uh, Sheriff, we can't thank you enough. Uh, 